The name of the poem is Dialogue Occurs. To find ourselves in time and space, to find ourselves in love and understanding, to hold these four in place while in the moment dialogue occurs. To feel the unity of time and space, to find ourselves in movement, to move in love and understanding while in the movement Dialogue occurs. To sense the birthplace of perspective. To find ourselves behind our eyes. To sense a vision's vast dimension while in our seeing, dialogue occurs. To sense the nature of your vision, a strange and wonderful creation, to search for love in our relation, while in our touching, Dialogue occurs. To feel the bond of us as we, who in this moment and this place have found our lives are interwoven. Well, in our being, dialogue occurred May 18th 1974 
psychoanalysis was that uh, it was a, a talking cure. He would get you to talk and you'd spill your beans out on the couch or, or however they did, did it, you know. And uh, through your talking, you would work out your own therapy. It would take a long time. It's not an easy uh, sort of thing to do. As a matter of fact, a lot of times it didn't work at all because uh, it was too hard and the people weren't able to uh, uh, to do it. So what Ira decided to do was to uh, create uh, a journal where people could uh, uh, write and through their own writing, make their writing uh, a form of uh, a writing cure. Because sometimes when a person uh, writes it down, then they have to read it, and they have to think through what's been going on in their lives. So he created... Uh, what he called three dimensions of uh, the intensive journal. He called it the intensive journal because it wasn't just, you know, keeping track of what was going on. It was uh, really getting into it. And the, the first dimension of it he called life hyphen time. The, the lifetime dimension. And in that, he would uh, encourage people to th think of their life as a, uh, a whole. And uh, then the uh, second dimension that he uh, used was called... Uh, the depth dimension, and that had to do with 
symbols. It, it was a way of, uh, well, for example, uh, waking up in the morning and having the residue of a dream. And dreams are almost completely symbolic. They don't have a whole lot of um, daylight in them. They're, you're coming out of the dream and you're dealing with a different world, a, a symbolic uh, world of some sort. And uh, that depth of dimension uh, exists, uh, you know, whether you're sleeping or waking, it's part of uh, life, it's part of the fiction and uh, factuality of, uh, that we all deal with, uh, part of what the psychoanalysts uh, would call un unconscious but the unconscious becoming conscious. And then the third dimension of it is called dialogue. And this is where, where we really get into this question of well, what is the difference between a conversation and a, uh, uh, a dialogue. And the difference is really uh, very subtle in that uh, uh, it, it uh, is hard to grasp. And the, um, the guy who uh, developed the concept in the 20th century was uh, named Martin Buber, in his his book that he uh, first wrote in 1923, was called "I and Thou," and he treats uh, all of uh, human relations, uh, man to man, or man to woman, uh, in terms of. Uh, a, uh, a a what uh, what he uh, calls uh, I and thou, and he distinguishes the thou with uh, between the thou and the it. And uh, and makes a big deal out of that, uh, and so in the course when people are being treated as things, uh, it it means you don't necessarily have to go into the depth dimension or into the lifetime dimension. You can do it. Even things have a, have a duration in time, but it's quite different because you're entering into the world of uh, biography uh, as, a, as a, uh, a journal. 
you're entering into the world of autobiography and the difference between a life uh, as seen by one person and seen by another. So the idea of dialogue uh, is connected to uh, Martin Buber's uh, original uh, work uh, with a book called I and Thou, and then also with uh, his second book called uh, Man to Man, and both of them very small, uh, short books, but uh, uh, very durable in that they've had an impact on many generations and then they've had an uh, impact on uh, many, many cultures and, and uh, disciplines uh, all through uh, uh, the, the period between the 20s and, uh, and the 90s. Anyway, that's the background for the, the, the poem, the dialogue occurs, and, and in each of the quatrains of the poem, it deals with the moment in which dialogue occurs, the movement in which dialogue occurs, seeing as dialogue, touching as dialogue, and being as dialogue. Uh, and the, the poem tries to capture that in the title. Dialogue occurs. It's something that happens spontaneously. Uh, and you can tell the difference between uh, a dialogue and a conversation by the feeling of uh, what goes on. Anyway, I, I, I was just thinking, hey, I needed to uh, give you that background because it wouldn't pop out with the title. That's, that's, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's good. There's more to it than meets the ear. Yeah. <laughs> much more than meets the ear. <laughs> well, and, and, and I suspect to a certain extent, you know, uh, music uh, um, is, is open to a dialogue occurring, you know. Not every time will I uh, hear reflections of the poem in the piano uh, playing. But sometimes I will. I, sometimes I'll, I'll begin to feel uh, a dialogue occurring in, in, in there as I listen to it. That's good. That's, that's, that's the goal. <laughs> Trying to reflect the poem. It was, it was a funny thing. This morning I listened to um, Freed Zacharias on uh, television talking about North Korea and South Korea in uh, the Pinyong, Pinyong, I don't know how you say that, uh, Olympics uh, with skiing. 
and he, uh, the big thing that he got talking about is, hey, through sports, there is a dialogue occurring between North Korea and South Korea, and he used the same word. He says, there is a dialogue occurring. And I thought, wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. That's good.